0: It's time now for another Defender Discussions as we get into, uh, well, it's leap year, leap day. And uh, make sure you you take care of things today because you won't get another chance to do it for another four years. And our Defender Discussions today, I'm joined today by, I'm pointing at... Josh Tatton. And I'm pointing towards Brookings to... And this is Matt Boss. And he is in Brookings for the NAI National Championship Indoor Track and Field. And talking off mic uh, for the first little bit, Matt, and sounds like this might be the last time we're in Brookings for a little while.
1: Yeah, that's the rumblings, that's for sure. That's the rumor. Um, You know, every two, maybe, yeah, I think it's every two-year commitment they kind of renegotiate and evaluate how things are going. And the rumor is that this might be the last time up at uh, this nice facility up in Brookings, which is too bad because it's a great facility. Uh, There's plenty of seating for the fans. There's lots of room for the athletes. We got over a thousand athletes here, so you need the space, but, Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Nothing's official yet, but that's definitely the rumor going on.
0: Well, let's send it out with a bang then, and uh, let's begin with uh, the Dork competitors. And I've taken a look at the schedule and indoor track and field. We begin Thursday afternoon with the women's and men's 5K semifinals. And then we move on to some relay prelims. And I have to ask, why do we make these runners run two five K's in the span of three days, Matt? Can you can can you give me any inkling of why we do that to those athletes?
1: I wish I could, Mike. I have no answer except for they like to inflict pain and suffering. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um because a lot of these athletes qualify in multiple events, but now you kind of force them to pick and choose because if you're a 5k and a 3k person, that's four races in the span of three days. And what are we doing? You know, they're, they're going to get injured probably. So I wish I had an answer. Um, maybe the answer is whittling down to entries because in a 5K race, they have close to 30, and that's a lot. So maybe they do need to do pre- prelims. I don't know what the answer is. I,
0: I think you're probably on to something there where, because quite honestly, in a finals event, you want everybody on the track together if you can, especially yep. in a race like that. You want them head-to-head. You don't want the competitive disparity, I guess. So that, that is one thing, but maybe you're onto something. Maybe we've got, maybe the field is too large and, right, but I, I, that, that's the one. And I hate, I hate to chase a rabbit down the trail here, but that's the one where I just look at it and it's like, why are we doing this to these athletes? Because uh, two five K's in the span of three days at a very high competitive level, uh, that's a real challenge. So, but anyhow, I digress. Women's and men's five <laughs> k Lucy Borkowski is in the 5K, correct? She is. And then in the men's. First time qualifier. Yep. And then the men's, it is uh, Peter Shippey. Anybody else in the 5K there?
1: Yep. Peter and Aiden Borster. That's right. Both uh, returned to the field. So hopefully they can run together and do well.
0: Now, after that, we get into the men's and women's 4x8 or the 3,200-meter relay um what are what's the coach what are the coaches doing with those uh, relays are there are they do they feel comfortable enough with their depth that they're shifting the lineup around a little bit or are they running their horses right from the get go
1: so on the men's side and that that's a great question and Dort has the luxury of a lot of depth like you said and so really you look at what we're doing today with the four by eight the four by four and the DMR. none of our men's athletes are running two races. We have that much depth that we're running 12 different guys, at least that's what the plan is right now, which is great because we we have that depth and we don't have to wear them out with a prelim and some of these guys are in individual races. So 12 12 different guys are going to each run a leg in one of the three relays today.
0: Coach Heinen talked about the fact that uh, you get down to nationals, and it's actually almost more of a relaxing environment than sometimes when we have uh, an event on a Friday and Saturday. In that, he said, basically, you you eat, you <laughs> compete, and you watch and you sleep. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to for the, these three days—the culmination of the indoor season.
1: Yeah, it's it's a nice get set up for the athletes and it's spread out long enough so that you can you can come you can watch your teammates compete and then just go back and rest rehydrate and tend to any sore muscles that you have so yeah it's a great environment and i'm sure coach Hein and coach wolf and our coaching staff they can just show up and coach there's no administrative role for them or anything
0: Looking ahead then at Friday's events, you've got prelims for the mile both the genders, you've got the men's 400, women's and men's 600, men's 800, men's 1000, uh, men's 200 meter and then you've got the finals of the 4x8 tomorrow evening. Friday's a big day because that in large part will dictate how busy you are on Saturday, but we're going to keep you hopping down there. It appears if things go according to plan, we're going to have a lot of heats for you to cover.
1: I, I hope that's the case, guys. Um, we, we can do it. We are We have the talent. We have the depth to really make some noise here at Nationals. And in terms of making the finals, most of these races, it's either the top eight or the top ten that make the finals. Some of the distance, maybe it's a little bit more. But, yeah, you just got to finish in the top eight or when your heat that automatically gets you to the finals and hopefully a very busy Saturday is coming up for us.
0: You helped the NAIA out with this event. And uh, what's this been four or five years with helping with the indoor event?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it was right before COVID. um, Brookings hosted it one year, then they took a year off with that whole COVID thing. But yeah, it's been since then. Tell me,
0: tell me about your role with them. What, what, what are you doing for the NAIA?
1: So, Originally, when I signed up for this gig, I was kind of like the media coordinator. I did the press release at the end of the night and kept track of the records, but that's evolved into do now more of a broadcasting role. And so I will be broadcasting uh, all three days, all of the events. Um, they get a camera feed on the field events. So I only broadcast the track events. So uh, a lot of talking over the next three days, but it's a lot of fun.
0: You are going to be coordinating some photos. At least I sent a camera and some lenses down there. Who's uh, who's you, taking care of the photos for us?
1: Anna Heinen, uh, Coach Heinen's daughter. She's a great photographer, a senior at Unity. She'll be running for us next year. and uh, She'll she be shooting photos, photos for us next year, too. Yes, I, that, that's the lead. I buried the lead. She is <laughs> She's just running on the side. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, she takes great photos, and she loves being here, so... Um, she may or may not be missing school. That's beside the point. But uh, yeah, she's coming up to take photos. I am so.
0: guessing she will have everything taken care of, so her teachers over at <laughs> Unity Christian can rest easy. I think Anna Heinen will have her ducks in a row when everything is said and done. Well, I I think it could be a great weekend, Matt. Um, and, and great weekend. That's that's very general, but. Uh, Typically, our track and field athletes, our coaches have done a pretty good job of getting them ready for this weekend, and uh, I don't, I I said it at the send-off, I don't, I, I can't imagine that I would want this program in the hands of anybody else other than Craig and Nate, and uh the experience that they bring and the ability, what they are able to do with athletes and get the best out of them, uh, second to none. So, yeah, really hoping that this weekend goes as uh, as well as they hope and think it could.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, our coaching staff has a way of getting of getting these athletes to peak at the right time. And right now is that right time. Uh, I don't know how they do it, what their plan is. They better bottle it and then sell it if they want. But hopefully the defenders will represent, I know they'll represent well. And it, it should be a great weekend.
0: Follow along on social media. We'll be updating at the end of the day as well. And the links are all online as well as well with video and live results and our social media will make sure that we update throughout the day as well with the results so you've at least got I know everyone doesn't want to sit at their computer and watch. They they want the they want the little piece of candy on social media that tells them in a nutshell what happened and what's next. So we'll be taking care of that throughout the next few days as well. So that's track and field. We jump in. You don't in.
1: think they want to listen to me, Mike? What? You don't think they want to just listen to me for hours upon hours? I
0: think they would if they didn't have to pay for it. That is what oh. I have found.
1: Okay. I have,
0: I have found when things are free, people <laughs> yeah. really jump on and I, I you bring this up. Last night the men's basketball team plays at Concordia. Yep. Online listeners to the online feed, not the KIHK feed, but the online feed that I originate, we had over 350 listeners to that broadcast. Okay, That's free, but they don't give video. I am guessing many of them go that way simply because it's free rather than paying (laughs) for the Concordia video feed. I'm, I'm just... Uh, that that's my anecdotal evidence of people really like people value free
2: i become a popular yeah. guy um whenever ever play concordia because like with the SID passes sure get, like everyone's like oh
0: yeah so, looking over your shoulder yeah. here we go i yeah. had it on yesterday and
2: i'm sure a lot of people were peeking over my shoulder at, yeah. the, at the women's game too you, you so. want to
0: come over after the game josh bring your <laughs> laptop we'll hook it up no I, but so so yes i I mean I love listening to you Matt and I love I mean I'll I'll be tuning in but I, that's the thing I mean that's that's right. this, I mean that's a completely different subject but that's this brave new world that we're in with video streaming and live streaming and how do you offset costs sponsors yep. who's watching how does it benefit a sponsor I mean that that is a whole separate topic and that is something that I wrestle with almost on a daily basis is trying to figure out okay what's the value and how do you how do you present that value to viewers and administration and all that and sponsors? I mean, yeah, it's you, you make that offhand comment, but uh, it, it's a very real thing. Yeah, it definitely is. So we jump into basketball and uh, basketball last night. The defender men go to Concordia, as I alluded to earlier. Ended up losing by four, 89-85, yep. something like that. 87-83. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I missed a field goal here. Way <laughs> to go, Josh. Thanks for the correction. 87-83, <laughs> and the women secured a 10-point win over, let's see, who'd they play? The Doan Tigers. It all becomes a blur at this point, but <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about the women's game first of all. Matt, you were watching remotely. Josh, you were watching in person. I was broadcasting um, strange game. Yeah. Um, Gracie Sconhoven goes down with, uh, uh, team started great. I think they were up 10 at one point, 12 to two. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of went sideways for a little while. And I think, uh, kind of tested the, uh, mental toughness, fortitude of this team with Gracie getting banged up. I, it appears nothing serious, but, You've got a teammate who's dealing with an injury, you decide not to bring her back after giving it a go. And uh, you've got a sister on the team. You've got friends on the team. You've got another mm-hmm. athlete who, a few weeks ago, tore an ACL. There's a lot swirling around, and I think it was just a matter of, okay, let's just get through tonight. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you sensed that, Josh, but to me that was kind of the, okay, we didn't prepare for this. This is the hand we are dealt right now. For these forty minutes, let's just get through and get done.
2: Yeah, I when so when Gracie initially went down, I was on that basket side, and I was standing next to Trent. Yeah, and I mean, you can kind of just feel the air get sucked. Yeah, because everyone was thinking, like, shoot, we just had it with Hayden. Yeah, and so I think everyone's mind went straight to that. Yep. Um, her walking off was a great sign. Yep, and coming back in even better.
0: Yep. She because got, I do know this, our trainers would not put an athlete out there who can't play.
2: Correct. And she came back in, we're like, oh, okay, yeah. And then she went down again. Yep. But we talked about it before we started. Like, could be been a little mental. Like,
0: she's like, who knows? We're gonna speculate all we there, want. There's but. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot swirling yeah. around on a night like that. And
2: so they made the decision. Sit her for the rest of the game. I, I told. I was talking to DJ, Coach DJ at half, and I was like, "You guys have the depth." And he's like, "Yeah, we'll be, we'll be okay." Um, and then I talked to him after. She'll be fine, but. Um, it was physical. Rep, the yeah. refs
0: definitely let him play. Yeah. So we're going to continue to see that sagging defense right. too. Um,
2: They're just going to co- like just collapse right on the into the low post. The reality,
0: yeah. The reality is, and Matt, you watched as well, and you've watched a lot of basketball. I, I thought Eliana Caparis gave us a great lift simply for the fact she caught the ball on the elbow and took that shot and made it. And then we made yep. some three pointers in the second half. That kind of loosened things up. And uh, once you see the ball go through the hoop, it's like, oh yeah, the the ball does fit in there. <laughs> and uh, I I'm hopeful that everyone has a chance to take a breath. And okay, now let's get ready for Saturday in Dakota Wesley and Dakota Wesley, a very good team.
2: Yeah, we uh, we played them. Fairly close. Last time, ten point game back yeah. in February twenty first. Not was that long time. ago. No, yeah. So it's still it's still fresh. And then earlier in the year, that one was not very close. That one but went I do sideways. Think that was a little bit of an outlier. Yeah, I feel that,
0: like. Yeah, that one went sideways, and uh, the pressure defense really affected Dakota Wesley. And they have made yeah. some changes since then. Don't expect that same result. No, I would
2: expect more of mm. what we saw on February twenty
0: first. Jason Christensen will have that team ready to go. Yes. Matt, I I want to ask you. You've, you've watched probably more basketball than I have. How many times does a team get a big win like Northwestern had on Wednesday night and then the following, I'm sorry, on Saturday, and then they follow it up Wednesday night, and it's just like, this isn't the same team. I mean, I've, oh, I've I seen know. it with our team, but I'm sure for them, they're just like, what happened? Because the they, were, they were lights out on saturday against Dort, i mean they were they were awesome and then really struggled with dakota wesleyan last night
1: it happens a lot or at least it seems like it 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 would be nice to quantify that which we don't but we should um well you're getting you're getting your
0: doctorate you could you
1: could (laughs) do your study (laughs) on that i'll do that sure um 50 years from now. got to hop back into it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, t- I sent to Bradley, our colleague at Northwestern, a text, and I just said, wow, what happened? And, yeah, he just said it just wasn't the same team for whatever reason. It just wasn't the same team that he's seen. He saw against us on Saturday, but also the last couple of weeks because Northwestern, they were playing really good. But all of a sudden, yeah, it just coming off a high, and you think it's going to be easy, but it's not. And so – yeah. Quite, quite something last night. What, what a way to,
0: I mean, for coaches and I joke with our coaches and it's like, what a way to make a living. I mean, what, I mean, you, you think you got it figured out on Saturday and by Wednesday, it's like, what have we done for the last four months? And so. <laughs> exactly. So you're
1: dealing with, you're dealing with, uh, 18, 19, 20 year olds. You know, you you just, you just don't know. You no. just don't know what you're going to get.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, uh, it's a long season. You're going to have the ebbs and flows, and you've just got to deal with it. Men's basketball, Josh. You watched it, Matt. Did you get a chance to watch the men's game, or were you working on the recap of the women at that point?
1: I was. I was watch, uh, watching the live stats and working on the recap, so I know the numbers, but not much else. We were we the Dort men's team
0: up three with. Four minutes left, something yeah. like the, some neighborhood like that. Well, they were winning at half. Yeah,
2: and then kind of went back and forth. In until- Concordia,
0: they had a, like a six or five point lead, and then the, yeah. the, the the team came back and just right
2: there. They were so close. Um, it it came down to I'm looking at the offensive rebound stats. We had yeah. one. Yeah. They had ten. Yep. So that that's a
0: big that one jumped that's out. That's a
2: big one right there.
0: Um Tristan Smith and Noah Shutt were really good.
2: 25 24 points and
0: put back dunk for one. Smith had a put back dunk that was pretty The pretty, dagger pretty, if you yeah, will. That was pretty you know, made it a two possession game I think. With like 30 seconds left, something like that. And really, I mean, Shutt had his 25, but I think it took him nearly 20 shots to get there. 17,
2: yep. nine for 17 yep. from the field. So they only one a, from five from three. So he did his work in the paint.
0: But the one he hit was a fadeaway on the wing. <laughs> that was a tough shot. Yeah. And for Dort, Connor Milliken had a great game offensively. Um, You look at it, Ty Essen comes off of the bench, produces. I think he went three for four on threes.
2: 17 points. Um,
0: You know that teams are going to key on Bryce and Lucas and Luke, and they still found ways to be productive. It just, 29 games and how many of them have come down to the last two minutes Dort has had a chance to win. There's been a bunch of them this year.
2: Yeah. I think most of them in all honesty it, it
0: just feels like it and just so you almost become numb to it um sure. i looked at the uh i looked at the schedule now from here on out obviously uh concordia will go to hastings now that'll happen saturday and then the championship game for the men are on, is on tuesday and then selection show night is thursday of next week so a week from today We will find out if the men make it into the NAI National Championship field or not. That is a 64-team field. And, uh, Josh, you came in and said, we're not making it. And I had to say, well, hold on. (laughs) Hold on.
2: Wow. I wasn't confident. (laughs)
0: And I said, let's. uh, And I'm overstating what Josh said. Josh (laughs) was the bad guy out there, real fast. Yeah, Josh was more or less, we're going to make it. And I said, well, my patented, we'll see. Time will tell. (laughs) Um, But Matt, you've been following the ARC ratings as well. And I have. And we're sitting pretty good in the ARC rating. And I think we sure are. Jamestown and Briarcliff aren't going to go in front of us. I'm not sure anyone out of that Chicagoland conference is going to jump in front of us. So if we hold up, I think we're going to be sixth in the arc. And if we're there, what are there, eight arcs? Are there six, six or eight? You do the math. If everybody gets an equal number out of each arc, that's eight deep. So while it is still the thumbs up or thumbs down, do you make it in, do you not? I still think that we've got a pretty good shot in that at-large bid for the man.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And, uh, Josh, you want to announce your uh, cell number so people can send you <laughs> hate texts? With um, your, uh,
2: You can with send your me an text. email at um, yeah. <laughs> <it. You> know, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I,
1: I'm in a pretty good spot. I, th- I think... I think our men are going to be in. It's going to be It's going to be close, but yeah. I think that they deserve a sp- shot, definitely.
0: And So we will see. And, again, that comes out a week from tonight. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. In
2: my defense, though. Okay. This is my first time really in this situation. Well, we're, so. tr- we're trying to bring you
0: up to speed. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Okay.
0: Well, I, there have been enough things over several years where I – People, It drives people crazy that I will not speak in definite terms a lot. (laughs) And that is not because I'm trying to be coy. It's just because I've seen a lot of stuff over the last (laughs) several years where you think you got it figured out and you speak in definite terms and you end up uh, getting kicked in the tail because of it. Um, In 2020, I will take you back to the spring of 2020. Before COVID, I thought our men's team was a lock. I I thought we were in, and we weren't. And that was because, well, you want me to go dive into it? There was a raider, that was back in the rating days, Matt, that somehow simply forgot to lock it, put us into the top 25. Everybody else had us in the top 25. That raider did not and just missed it. Mm.
2: Was that the year we hosted Mount Marty in the first round? Yes. Okay.
0: Human error. Now, some of that's removed now by our current system, but um, that is why I will not speak in definite terms because that year I, I looked at it and it's like, we are in. There is no way we're not in. We are in and we weren't We in. were in until we weren't. And yeah. Exactly. And that was a real downer. So I've, I've learned at a very old age, you just kind of take it as it comes. <laughs> What else do we got? Men's volleyball goes to Kansas. A couple of matches coming up, Kansas Wesleyan and Central Christian. These are matches that if Dort, obviously you get beat by Jamestown this past weekend, suddenly it's like, okay, we might, I'm not sure anybody is out there that's going to beat Jamestown in our league. It becomes a matter of, okay, what do we do to lock up? second place i mean it's crazy to talk about that this early in the year but second place might be the more realistic goal these are two matches coming up in kansas that this team would really benefit from winning if they want to really get after second place
2: yeah i talked to coach hansen after the jamestown game and he was he's very hopeful for um these next uh, two games against yep. kansas and central um i Jamestown, everyone knew it was going to be a tough one coming yep. in, and they actually played them pretty well. Yep. They kept the sets pretty close. Um, it's just a few points here and there, a few miss serves, a few rally killers. You know,
0: Teams like that can kind of summon it whenever yeah. they need to, it seems like.
2: Yeah, and so um, granted, we haven't seen Kansas Wesleyan yet. I don't think, have we? No, we have not. No, they
0: got beat by Morningside okay. last weekend. So that and that's kind of my barometer of okay. I think Morningside we're kind of in the same neighborhood okay. as them. Yeah. So, so but we be, still got to go on the road,
2: right? I mean, still travel. I mean, it'll be it'll be a good time to look at it and see where where you are because you played you played some solid teams in yeah. Missouri Valley, Campbellsville was solid, yeah. Grandview and Jamestown. Um, how can we respond to teams that you think you are better than as well? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So that's coming up this Friday and Saturday, and then I think they go to Viterbo in Lacrosse, Wisconsin for a triangular the following weekend. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? Baseball and softball, they're going to yep. get on a plane and head to Florida. Uh, baseball team is playing Cornerstone in a doubleheader, and then Aquinas on the back end of the trip in a doubleheader, and sandwiched in between, there is a tournament at Warner, and uh, they're going to play some heavy hitters there. But uh, talking with Coach... Nathan Bacon before uh earlier this week he said well he said uh, he he feels pretty good about where the team is at they've had some narrow losses and he he definitely feels like they have taken a step forward from last season and uh, we will see Matt uh, Florida trips they present their own set of challenges we've watched them a lot it is a case of uh, you're gonna see a wide range of teams and our team has played what 12 games up to this point uh this is like a separate season unto itself as well
1: this is like a spring training um you'll go far into your bullpen because you're playing back-to-back days back-to-back doubleheaders. it's going to be taxing but it's it's a lot of baseball and the coaching staff will see a lot about their teams uh, over the next week or so
0: and they begin play on tuesday they play Tuesday and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Are they? I think they might have a day off in there. But they then wrap up the Warner tournament and they play Aquinas. Then on the back end on Monday, and then they travel and they'll get back here on Tuesday. So just that's,
2: in time for Gpac play. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> scheduled what to host Jamestown, I believe.
2: Yeah, four game sleep. We late.
0: are yeah. Friday, Saturday. Time will tell. There you go. Softball. Um, we worked the last softball weekend in the dome. Um, softball team three and one just couldn't quite squeak that last one out, Matt. you uh, you were there yeah. working it on Saturday afternoon.
1: Yeah, uh, a tough two to one loss against Mayville State. And sometimes baseball and softball they can be strange. Um, we hit the ball well, just right at them and credit Mayville State they made the plays. We gave up two runs in the first and just couldn't come up with enough losing two to one. It was a well played game, well pitched game for us. Uh, but prior to that three wins by a mercy rule a couple of eight run or 10 run games for us so looking good for coach zomer uh seven and eight record heading down to Florida
0: and I'm gonna pull up the stat the numbers because I think some people are swinging it pretty well um so far maybe you've got it up already Josh but I'm yep. I'm looking at it Aurora tyson 18 hits already batting 400 um, 14 RBIs, too is pretty it's really solid Yeah, you know, 14 at this r- point. Ashton Grissom, that's a new name, 382 batting average. Carly Olson, missed consistency.
2: 316, yeah. I mean, we got we got plenty of people above 300 right now.
0: And I thought they got a shot in the arm with Emma Groon being back in the lineup this uh, this last weekend. Yeah. Uh, she, Offensively, too. Yep. She um, batting 280, 6 RBI. You put her at shortstop as well, and it just solidifies the defense. So uh, it was good to see her back in uniform this past weekend after dealing with some injury as well. So that's softball. Softball is going to be busy. I think they've got a dozen games.
2: Yeah, I think that's what Coach Zomer yeah. said on the meeting on Monday. Yeah. And so, so. They, they definitely got their work cut out for them. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> They'll play a wide range of teams. Uh, yeah. I think they got Spring Arbor three times, and uh, that'll make it easy for us to do the previews because you only got to look the team up once. But uh, Spring Arbor, three out of the 12 games. But I think Spring Arbor is okay at softball, so uh, that will be uh, in Florida. And then they, they wait a little while longer with uh, getting into their conference season. They only play single doubleheaders against everybody, so that's not quite as extensive of game schedule as the baseball team. So that's softball. Uh, golf, they're going to compete in some uh, compete in an event next weekend, and then they return home at post-spring break. Um, They're hopeful that they can get out on the course in March and begin local play, if you will, and that is golf. Cheer and dance, nothing this weekend. They are in the Great Plains Athletic Conference Championship and Regional the following weekend. What did I miss?
1: I think you got it all. I think we nailed it.
0: I hope you're right.
1: What time is the game on Wednesday? We host uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Is that 3?
0: On Saturday, that'll be 3 o'clock, semifinal, yep. Got it. Okay. So, yep, that'll be happening as you are prepping for the women's and men's 3Ks. Nice. And uh, from there on out, you could have a busy stretch there uh, from from 3 o'clock, or basically from 2 o'clock on, you could be hopping with a lot of stuff. So hopefully you are busy down in Brookings.
1: That's what we're hoping for.
0: All right. Well, hopefully you have a safe trip back on Saturday. No blizzards in the forecast for this weekend. So uh, hopefully smooth travels as opposed to a couple of years ago when you had to fight ice and snow all the way home. Yeah. We're thankful for the warmer temperatures. That's for sure. Very good. Well, I think that's going to do it for our Defender discussions today. For Josh Tatton and Matt Boss, I'm Mike Biker. We'll talk to you again next week.